do it. Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the inaugural episode of the Split Six podcast. Um, with me, Nick Wagella, and my friend Brian. Brian Nyson, at your side. So what we're going to do is split a six-pack and talk about a few different things. Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigel, and I'm joined today for the I don't even know how many times, but for another Split Six. <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling like our first episode right here with this intro, but Brian Nyson is back in the house per usual whenever we have an anniversary episode. Brian, happy anniversary. Happy Welcome anniversary. to the fourth year of Split Six. Thank you for having me. It's quite, it's quite an honor. It's quite a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for starting this with me, obviously. Um, of course, couldn't man. have done it with... Well, honestly, could have done it without you, but didn't do it without you. <laughs> I just gave you that little push. <laughs> look, how far, years, look how far man. you've come. Yeah, I mean, equipment-wise, we are we got these things now. We're not upstairs in the bedroom talking um, uh, in a corner to one microphone. Yeah, even me. <laughs> like you made, you made me get this nice little microphone over quarantine yeah, from last year you got the original yeti which honestly is a solid microphone for podcasting it's doing it it's doing this thing you know and i only yeah. use it when i hop on here so <laughs> you know now we're miles and miles apart but we still come together multiple times a year for the split six and every year traditionally until time runs out on Jesus. the anniversary of the split six podcast which takes place the weekend after the super or the week the day the next day after the super bowl mm-hmm Mm-hmm. First Monday of February. <laughs> Listening Wait, back to the... Not all, yeah. Not always. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a loose anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the exact date. I could probably figure it out, but it's I don't just, want to. We just know it was after the Super Bowl. That's all that matters. <laughs> right, right. Huh. Yeah, and just think, four years ago we were talking about Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. Wow, I wonder what we're going to talk about for sports this time. But we'll get into that in a <laughs> <second>. <laughs> Brian, how are you? How is Traverse City life? I'm good, man. Things are going pretty well. I'm going uh, going back to work tomorrow, which is yeah, pretty exciting. You know, I haven't worked in a couple months, so yeah, just been hanging out. You know, things are going really well. How are you? That that is good. Um, I'm good. I'm doing dry February, as some of our listeners might know or might not know. Um, uh, but I am breaking it today for the anniversary, so yes. we will be drinking. And yes. let's get into what I will be drinking. We're both drinking different beers because. You know, I can't provide the six-pack when you live so far away. Yeah, but. I c- yeah it, it happens. <laughs> what will be going on the shelf is Lagunitas Stereohopic IPA. It is a. It says on the bottom, Nelson Savon Mosaic. I don't know what that means. It is 6.2% by volume, so daddy's going to get a little turnt. And it is 65 IBUs. Nice. This is what it looks like if uh, I release this video. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what are you drinking? I'm up here drinking a Traverse City North Peak Brewing Company Piney Spruce Tip IPA. 55 IBUs, 7.5% ABV. Ooh. Brian's um, getting a little bit more turnt than I mm-hmm. am. <laughs> yeah, uh, North Peak hit and miss, I think, sometimes when it comes to their beers. Uh, they're right down the road from where I live, but uh, I just picked this up like a couple weeks ago, and it's, I think, my favorite that I've had from them. Well, virtual cheers, Brian. 
Congrats. We need another four year or another year. Not yes. another four years. Yeah. Well, here's to another four and many more. <laughs> Fucking hopefully. And maybe someone should pay me for this. Come on, everybody. God. <laughs> damn Shell it. out your dollars. Venmo at Nick Wigella. <laughs> Beer number one. For real. Sports. All right, we are on to <laughs> sports. And much like we did four years ago, we are going to talk about Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl. At the time, Tom Brady only had just won his fifth Super Bowl. So <laughs> since the duration of split six, he's won two more. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, and another MVP to go along with that. The Tampa Bay Bucks defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 to in Super Bowl 55. And even, even though when you look at the logo for it this year, I thought it was 54 because they have L Super Bowl Trophy V, which... You know, I mean, we're going to talk about this for the entirety of this and how poor of an aesthetic choice that was for whoever creates logos. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I feel like graphic design in the past couple of years has just gone to shit. Gone to shit. Like, <laughs> like just because that commercial popped up, like the GM logo. What the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Graphic design, it's it's whacked this, in the past few years. But, uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, are they the first Tampa Bay Bucks? Are they the first team to like win it at their home stadium too? They are the first team to wow. ever even play in play in the game at their home stadium. Wow! Another thing to add to Tom Brady's ridiculous list of accomplishments. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the game went as no one expected. Uh, I expected Tom Brady to win because of intangible things that. Mm-hmm. Because he shouldn't have won, I don't think. I mean, well, I, looking back, I mean, that team is a, a Madden team, like a, a stacked team on, on offense and on defense. It's funny, um, too, you mentioned Madden because there are some times that Pat Mahomes was looking like he was actually playing Madden, the way he was just fucking running dude, he, in the back. <laughs> he he had no choice. He had no. I'm not saying he, he did it on purpose. It's just like, man, right. it looked like he was playing real-life Madden. We'll we'll get to some Mahomes <laughs> some Mahomes stakes, but um, let's let's talk talk about the game a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Congrats to Bucks Nation and whatnot. Um, shout out to Dave Jeremy, former guest on the podcast. Um, he's a Bucks fan first and foremost before he's a Lions fan, and <laughs> got to see his first adult championship for the Bucks. Um, I know they won back in two thousand and three, but um, yeah, shout out to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lifelong bucks fan for six months <laughs> um, uh, but yeah the bucks look kind of unstoppable like people are going to talk about the refs a little bit and there were some yeah, shady calls there but were... when you hold kansas city without a touchdown i mean yeah. you shout, out to, deserve, shout out to that to defense win. dude shout out to that defense shout and out Dominic to bruce arians the Dominican Sue becomes a, a, a lion to have a Super Bowl ring now. I think there's only one other one, a yeah. former lion. <laughs> no, yeah, that defense was crazy. Just all yeah. game. All game pressuring Mahomes. I mean, um, the Chiefs were without the left side of their offensive line, I believe. Eric yeah, didn't, was out. didn't he like tear his Achilles and, against the Packers or something? Something or, like that. Uh, but not like, the Packers, I'm sorry. Uh, the Bills. Yeah, I think I believe so. Yeah, yeah and uh, that's, you know part of the greatness of Tom Brady, like I said a second ago, is the intangibles where things just happen for him. Like, yeah, like, yeah, the chiefs had a terrible week when it comes to everything. They had that COVID barber incident where the, the barber tested positive for code after cutting a couple people's hair. They had 
Andy Reid's son oh, yeah. get into a car accident while he was under the influence and, uh, you know, positive vibes out to the five-year-old girl who is still in critical condition. Um, and Andy Reid already lost another son to suicide, I believe. Um, is that recent? What the fuck? I didn't hear no, about it was that. was years and years ago. Oh, um, shit. But, um, you know, I mean, that's a lot to... Oh, yeah, no, lot, that's, that's not, not downplaying that at all. But yeah, no, that's... Um, and this is the shit that happens that lets Tom Brady continue his greatness. Like, if we go back to the game against the Packers where Matt LaFleur makes, like, the most idiotic of coaching decisions to kick a field goal when you're down eight and there's only, like, min- or like a minute and a half left rather than go for it on fourth down when you're five yards away. Like, it's just – it's something that shouldn't be qualifiable or quantifiable, but it just happens yeah. for Tom Brady. And that is, like – because a lot of people are going to say – yeah, you could put like um, you know ten other quarterbacks on the Bucks, and they would have still won the Super Bowl because there are quarterbacks that are better than Tom Brady right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't really agree with that because mm-hmm. those quarterbacks aren't touched by God, and maybe it's not touched by God. Maybe it's more embraced by Satan. But Tom Brady has something <laughs> that doesn't make sense about him. It's because he makes out be with there. his kids on the lips. <laughs> That's his secret. Yeah, um, you know. More power to him, I guess. <laughs> it's not cheating if it's family. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, he was getting yeah. sloppy with his son after that, I tell you what. <laughs> I mean, Patrick Mahomes balled out in this game um, in terms Dude, of... Dude, like, there were some throws that were looking gnarly as hell, man. And he would just, like, beam a couple guys in the face mask. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, like, hit people in the face mask and balls they should have caught. Yeah, like, like t- that Terry kill... Yeah, Pass, the, the, uh, the, I mean Kelsey dropped a lot. That one that swarmed. Um, I feel Darryl like that Williams, the one that Darren Williams dropped, where he is like literally perpendicular or um, yeah. parallel to the ground. Yeah, and somehow gnarly. throwing that ball, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Looks like fucking Spider Man out there." Like, like I, I really feel like that uh, that interception that Tom Brady threw that got called back as a holding. Like, if that was, yeah. if there was no flag on that play, I feel like that would have been a big, you know, momentum. Change yeah, for the Chiefs. For sure, for sure. It's it's um, tough when you already talked, you know, touched on it a little bit, but all the all the laundry on that field, man, that was in that first half was a lot. Mm-hmm. I it's mean, part of the it's honestly whether it's rigged or not. It's oh, part of I'm the, not saying part that. Of the it's magic just, of Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, it's just like day. It was like I think like four in a row on the Chiefs. It was just like man, these dudes either. It's it's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game of your career. You gotta you gotta be more disciplined. You know. Part of being as great is when you're this great for that long, things tend to go your way because mm-hmm. your luck compounds, not even in like um, in a luck way, but like in an actual, it actually manifests in how the refs treat you, how oh, people yeah. look at you, and how people plan for you because they're like, oh shit, we're going against Tom Brady. Yeah, man. It's going to get into your, it's going to get in your head. And it's going to get in your head if you're playing alongside Tom Brady because of his infectious attitude towards winning and un, like, this guy wants to win and prove things more than anyone, even though he I mean he could he could have ended his career like five years ago and he would still be in the conversation for greatest of all time. Yeah. It's and it's um, crazy too how he how he got like, you know, two touchdown passes to Gronk, who was retired two years ago. Got yep. a touchdown pass to Antonio Brown, who was pretty much thought his career was done. Yep. Um uh, and Fournette. Fournette, Fournette. Got a, yeah. <laughs> this is an offensive juggernaut. Like they just finally hit their perfect stride at the Super Bowl. Like they could have went down and scored more, but they already have the game on lock. You know, 
This yeah. could have been the shootout that everyone was predicting. But I think um, what would they say that was the first time since like the Texas Tech days that Mahomes lost by double digits or something and like didn't, didn't score didn't a didn't touchdown. Score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, greatest <laughs> of all time in Tom Brady versus God of all things in Patrick Mahomes. Both goats in different ways, but um, Patrick Mahomes has a bright career ahead of him, but Tom Brady is still going to be there. He's coming back next year. And, I mean, honestly, the favorite to go to the Super Bowl has got to be a repeat Super Bowl, right? I would think so. I mean, it's not like they're losing any of those guys. You know, it's going to be the yeah. same team. And it's weird to think how they started well, they, out. They probably they will lose Chris Godwin. They, oh, they really? He's they, a free agent. I doubt they'll be able to resign him. That's my boy. And it's not like he's on he, my and he, team. And, I mean, I believe he contributed the least out of all the players. I know. He was. He had some crazy odds on the DraftKings sportsbook thing where mm-hmm. I bet like 20 bucks to win like 300-something if he was the first to score the tu- a touchdown. Yeah. I, I, I like him just because he's on my team in fantasy. But, uh, right. Like well, they, they'll how... still have like Mike Evans coming back and I'm assuming like probably Gronk. Mike Brady's... Evans will be back. I mean, Gronk's only going to play with Brady. Yeah. <laughs> he already said he would retire if – if they would have traded him to the Lions yeah. years ago. So. Um, Antonio Brown, I mean, I don't know who else is going to handle Tony Antonio Brown's personality except for somebody that, like fucking Tom Brady, like who just is just and something who's, who's special. who's their offensive coordinator again? Um, for the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Brian Leftwich, I Yeah, believe. that dude's a genius, man. Like, the the way, like, they start out the year, too, weren't they, like, 7-5 and five or something? Mm, and they went 7-0. Yeah. and oh. To finish yep, the year. 7-0 to finish the year, swept through the playoffs. Tom Brady had to go through whatever quarterback was playing for Washington, then Drew Brees, then Aaron Rodgers, and then Patrick Mahomes. I mean, come on. Like, if we, I know no one's even saying that he's not the greatest of all time anymore because it's it, – it, and that's like, you know, when you got basketball, you're going to talk about LeBron and, LeBron and MJ and probably some other people from the past that I don't really give a shit about. But Kareem. in football, like, they're – the argument, it maybe it already was done, but it's solidified now. It is etched in gold. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback to ever play this game, especially because he doesn't have the greatest arm talent. He's not mobile. He just is something. Right, he's I think just it's something special. It's it will probably never be repeated. It's different too. It's like with football, you know, it's it is a quarterback game, so it's. You know, you have this young talent in Pat Mahomes who was, you know, nursing a toe injury and how yep. mobile that kid is. And then you got, like you said, Tom You know, Patrick Brady. Mahomes still ran for, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> just under 500 yards of scrambling yards. That's insane, is, man. Didn't he get rushed, like, like, the most in Super Bowl history, like, 29 times or something? And I mean, I feel like that might have been the most rushing yards, like, not not uh progressing the ball but yeah. just scramble yards in the history of the game i would probably I would imagine yeah it's just like uh it's insane like tom brady just has this kind of like i'm not the biggest fan of him but he's just got that mind you know he has a, such a high mm. iq for the game Dude, you yeah, know you I can argue even... that there are better football players or better athletes than him in, yeah. in the nfl for sure but yeah, when it comes to the pedigree that he has, it's it is hard to to dispute that. When it comes to results, yeah, Tom Brady is the goat. When it comes to how does he motivating how do think, motivating the people around you, Tom how does, Brady? How do you is think he feels just you know letting Eli beat him those? T- <laughs> you know that's the thing. Tom Brady has lost three Super Bowls. Yeah, and the 
he's lost two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, and they're both fucking dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, bro. You know he probably is like still like up at night some nights, just like God damn it, how? <laughs> you know, you can't. Maybe you can't fix stupid, but you also can't figure out stupid in Eli Manning and Nick Foles. But it's amazing. They just man. had. They just had. Um. Uh. You know. I mean, Eli Manning was. Eli Manning stopped that. One of the luckiest catches of all time. One, one great um, one. Yeah, that was the like their uh eighteen and zero year, right? Mm-hmm. They I mean Eli Manning t- had two really big lucky. I mean, I I don't want to say anything against the Giants winning because they had that those defenses they had. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and they had two of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history in the uh, so David cool. Tyree catch and the Mario Manningham sideline catch in the other one, I believe, in like 2011 or 12 yeah. or whatever but it was. But to be fair, Brady came back and had that catch with uh, uh, Adelman. Yeah, that's ago. true. That was against the Falcons, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, like, that was. <laughs> That was the greatest, probably the greatest Super Bowl I've ever seen, or best best comeback I've ever seen. First one to go to overtime, yeah. Yep, another thing on Tom Brady's belt, man. Like first, first time to ever go to overtime. (laughs) Super Bowl, first time to ever host a, be the home team for a Super Bowl. What an asshole! It's it's really like it's either touched, like I said, it's either touched by God or embraced by Satan. Like (laughs) I don't, because I don't know if you can be touched by God with uh, flaunting MAGA hats and whatnot. Right. That's (laughs) and it's very it's very hypocritical having and racism on the back of your helmet (laughs) when you are. And I swear to God, I've never seen the dude wear a mask. I don't think I have either. You know, like he's sitting on the. Tom Brady is not the greatest person. (laughs) Dude sitting on the sidelines on the bench, not wearing a mask, comes in like through the stadiums, like not you know not wearing a mask, just fucking headphones on. Don't talk to me. You're too poor. You'd wait, wait, (laughs) wait, wait for him in the future to run for president and just win by a landslide because he's Tom Brady and just never is not gonna win. He's gonna (laughs) unless he's running up against Eli Manning. (laughs) He's gonna. It's gonna be (laughs) fun. It's gonna be fucked up when he retires next year after he wins his eighth Super Bowl and what like sixth MVP. This is so he he won his fourth MVP the when we did the podcast against the Falcons. Um, so did he? When was his next Super Bowl? I don't. Did he win the MVP against the Rams? No, that Who was won Ju- that. Wait, which Julian Edelman won one right? Uh, if he did, it would have. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think he only has five now. Okay. Maybe four. Um, I don't know. But anyways, my point is he's going to retire after he wins his eighth ring and just his speech is going to be, yep, I'm retiring and I'm running for president and he's just going to win in a landslide like you said and it's going to be terrible. Unless Eli Manning <laughs> runs on the other ticket and even though Eli performs it's terribly, gonna be just terrible. wins for no our reason. Worst, our worst nightmares are coming true because of this. <laughs> but like uh, I said this on Twitter the other day, um, over under .5 for more Super Bowls uh, Tom Brady wins. Um, I think I, I think like we said, he they should be favored to go back. Yeah. I so, believe by Vegas they are. I yeah, think by Vegas um, are the favorite to win. Do you think it'll be another KC-TB matchup, though? I mean, I, I everything could change, obviously, um, with Kansas City. Um, I would think so. Um, they still have Patrick Mahomes. They're still going to have Tyreek. They're still going to have Kelsey. Um, that offense is stellar. Uh, I don't see anyone in the AFC really competing with that. Unless, some, like, crazy things can happen. Like, 
I mean, I don't, I don't think Josh Allen is the, the caliber to outduel Mahomes, at least not yet. I just love um, Stefan Diggs, man. <laughs> but, you know, there's still Deshaun Watson's up in the air. Let's mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson goes to Miami in, like, some kind of a trade. And, oh, yeah. Like, for, that's yeah. that's going to change the balance. Um, people, I mean, on the NFC side, people are talking about the Rams, like Matthew Stafford's going to come and save oh, them. Oh, fuck, yeah, dude. Um, I can't wait. But I'm, gonna, I'm the, I'd, I'm the I'd, biggest I'd, Rams would, fan. Everybody knows that I'm a huge Rams fan. <laughs> I want the Rams to do terribly because I am a Lions fan and I want better draft picks. But um, I love Matthew Stafford. Love obviously. Matt Stafford. Uh, Thank you for everything. Glad he's gone. Um, but um, sad he's gone. But thanks for everything. Thanks for the memories. I don't think Matt Stafford is going to outduel Tom Brady in a playoff game. If you want to ask me that. Um, okay, get out of here. I don't care the team. I don't care like about the teams around anybody. It's Tom freaking Brady. He, you can't bet against him unless he's playing a dopey quarterback. <laughs> it's Stafford, weird too because I mean that that Chiefs defense, you know, it was it, it's usually pretty stellar, but they just looked fucking. They were getting burned on a lot of routes, you know. Yeah, and another thing, the 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 that killed him was that punter too. Where he had um, that one punt where he muffed it, then booted it like 50-plus yards, then got, you know, flag called back, and then he shanked it for like 25. Yeah. It's like, yep, damn, it's bro. A, it's, it's, <laughs> it, is, it is a team sport. Yeah. But oh, it's hard. It's you know, but like still, like even though it's a team sport, it's weird that one guy keeps winning all the time, no matter what team mm-hmm. he's on. Yeah. It, like It's kind of annoying. <laughs> I mean... Like Tom this Brady's, is this is how people probably felt about Bill Russell back in the day with the Celtics. Yeah, wasn't he taller than everybody else? Well, you know, I mean, dude still won like fucking ten rings. Yeah, do you well, see that? When you're you playing see against that? guys that are five five, it might be a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> this was before the game caught up to um, uh, uh, integration with. There's still there's still Wilt people. Chamberlain he had to compete with. Did you see the tweet Robert Ori sent out, Big Shot Bob? Mm-mm. He's like, he sent welcome to the Seven Ring Club. Oh, fucking Robert Ori. <laughs> he got big, lucky, man. Big Shot Bob, <laughs> man. You gotta pay respects. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, people don't talk about you like that, and in ten years, they're gonna forget your name, but... <laughs> Not true. I'll never forget him. Uh, I'll, I'll probably resent it in the next ten years. I just want to touch on one thing real quick. Thank you, Derek Rose, for your time in Detroit. Oh, uh, we'll get to that after the Super Bowl because we got we still got um uh, some time left on this segment. Oh, okay. But I didn't know how much time we had. We just have to spend is the majority on it talking about Tom Brady. Damn, I don't want to. <laughs> um, uh, how old were you when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl in two thousand and two? I was in second grade. My yeah, my yeah. Uh, my grades go with the years, so. Got you. So, yeah. in your waking memory, like I would, I don't, how old are you? I don't, I don't know how big of a football fan you were in first grade, but I'm in in your waking memory. You don't really know a life without Tom Brady in the NFL. That's true. He was what twenty four when he won his first or something. Let's see. He's forty three right now, and he won his first in two thousand and two. So whatever that math is, I'm pretty. I think he was 24, just because they were like, <laughs> think, you know, doing. I the think that works out. <laughs> and how old is Pat Mahomes? Because I know they were doing all those like. I know. believe he's 24. Oh, that's fucking so weird. 
Yeah. Dude looks no, like Mahomes a- got one. Mahomes is someone who has the talent to Ugh. To I don't like to think about like that. Like I'm twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> not not comparing myself to them, but just like age wise, it's like, God damn. What? <laughs> It's crazy that a six-round drafted quarterback out of Michigan could do what he's accomplished and it's, have have the life that he's lived. Like I don't really know if there's someone who's lived a better life than Tom Brady. I love I looking at the pictures possible. of him like throughout the years where it's like he had that baby fat face and he lost it. Yeah. And it's like, which Tom Brady looks the craziest? <laughs> I think there's a picture from like 09 or... 2010 where he's just like not smiling and his eyes are looking real nuts like american psycho-esque <laughs> probably i mean <laughs> i don't know how that power doesn't go to his head maybe it does maybe that's it probably does dude that's why he kisses his kids on the mouth <laughs> <laughs> he's like i can do what i want i got seven <laughs> rings <laughs> i mean yeah something is working for him he's been to 18 percent of the super bowls that's crazy. Like, do you do you, are you like a fan of him? Do you like watching his game? Um, I started as a fan of him. That's how I got into football by like that mm-hmm. magical run, like after in two thousand and two, like the season where nine eleven happened, and the the game against the Raiders in the snow where Adam Vinatieri kicked that awesome field goal in the Tuck Rule game, and then going to mm. pl- going to play the greatest show on turf in the Rams. Um, mm. With Kurt Warner and winning mm-hmm. that game, and that, that was a ever sick since team. The, that Shout got me Isaac into Bruce. football. <laughs> that got me into football. So the Patriots were always like my favorite team. Like I know I would have liked the Lions better if they were anything, but they weren't. So I was always rooting for the Patriots. And my brother Dylan was always rooting for the Giants. And I remember calling him after the Giants beat him on the perfect season with Randy Moss and whatnot. They're like, fuck you, Dylan. You fucking suck. I saw, yeah. Shout out to Dylan. I saw him tweet out something that he said he was going with the goat. So did he? Did he change his stance? Dylan made a parlay of the Tampa Bay money line with the under, and he hit it. So he was only tweeting out that he said he's going with the goat in Tom Brady because of money. Yeah, probably. I mean, Dylan's a, a smart better. I don't think he hates Tom Brady. I mean, it's probably easier to not hate Tom Brady if you were rooting against him when your favorite team beats him twice in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's weird. I don't know. I yeah, don't... maybe Eli Manning's the true goat because he's the only one that's <laughs> never lost to the goat, <laughs> like in a in a meaningful game. Did, did Tom and Peyton ever play in the Super Bowl? My memory with football they is couldn't. Not great. They couldn't have. They were I know, but like... they're in the AFC. But Was they it... had. They were. They were like the last big rivalry of uh, yeah. everything. Wait. Yeah, that's what. Like, I never understand freaking. I wish teams would or leagues would just do like East and West, like the AAC, NFC. I can never remember what fucking teams are on which side. <laughs> well, I can. So if you have any questions, come to me. So I do a wait, podcast he, about sports uh, every week. If you didn't know, um, I did. What? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> this is sports. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we'll uh, wait, we will end our Super Bowl conversation here. Um, speaking of, wait, speaking of uh, okay. Peyton, he just got in the hall. Peyton got in the hole, and so did Calvin Johnson. Shout out to Calvin! Peyton and Calvin. Um, there are a couple others. Big names, I think. None that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Not Clay Matthews Jr. I was I read some thread on Twitter that people were Browns fans were upset about it and like didn't I thought it was just regular Clay Matthews. Then no, he was uh, the third. Why would Browns fans be mad about that? 
I don't know. I guess he was good for the Browns back in the day. You mean, you mean the Packers? No, no. The Clay Matthews on the Packers is Clay Matthews the third. Oh, I did not know that. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, his dad. I guess he was good back in the day. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, well. Um. Brian, let me ask you this to finish this uh, Super Bowl conversation. Yes. Ask. If in four years from now, when we're doing the eighth anniversary of Split Six, will you be surprised if we are still talking about Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl? Yeah, he'll he'd be fifty by then, right? He's forty three right now, so he'll be forty seven. I'd be shocked if he's still playing. Or f- I don't think if I'm, I'm, but I'm also I kind of wouldn't be because it's a quarterback league and they they try to protect them. And I feel like this guy is sort of like LeBron James, and he doesn't get injured a lot. You know? Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Well, is, we will it, see. What do you want to make a prediction of what team he'll be on? <laughs> uh, well, he's got another year with Tampa Bay, and then there's going to be three years until that. So, uh, whoever has the best players probably because he's a smart man. Um, I'm going to go Vegas or Jacksonville just because he could stay in Florida and not really pay taxes. What would be or what or the Texans? I don't think money matters to him. I probably not, but it's just like he probably wants to stay somewhere warm too. <laughs> you gotta th- think of a team that has like a quarterback that you think might be. Re- you know what? Honestly, maybe it'll be the Packers. Oh god! Or you know what? Oh, I always god. say if the Lions can build up a team by then, and we still haven't figured out our quarterback. Shout out to Jared to Goff. The- <laughs> can you imagine Tom Brady being like, "Okay, I'm about to be 50. Let's do the one thing I've never done. Let's bring this franchise that has been." so terrible to the promised land just bring him to detroit he went to michigan you're you're um, really yeah we're really stretching us i feel like we probably did a podcast like this where we were like i've definitely spe- said this before. speculating <laughs> where tom brady would go before he went to tampa we're like mm. oh dude he went to michigan let's bring it fucking home <laughs> well he's from the bay area so maybe the 49ers that i mean yeah oh yeah i forgot he's from california that would make sense and honestly that team is built to win with like in right the, now, so with a quarterback. Yeah, and the and the quarterback history there too. Mm-hmm. With, you know, Joe Montana and Steve Young and. But uh, let me let me Jimmy court Garoppolo. the forty, the forty year old um, uh, Tom Brady right now. Tom Brady, please come to the Lions. That if you <laughs> if you take the Lions to the Super Bowl, like come on, <laughs> come Listen, on. Listen, Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff been there once. Let's just keep faith in him for now. All right, I still want Trey Lance. <laughs> but let's move over to basketball real quick to, uh, to end this Shout segment. Shout out to Derrick Rose, man. <laughs> the Pistons just traded Derrick Rose to the New York Knicks for Dennis, Dennis Smith, Smith Jr. Jr. And a second-round pick from the Charlotte, right? Yeah. Do I, I mean, I think correct? this was like Derrick's last year, too, on a contract or something. So it's like kind of... Right. It has to be of, traded. I just I feel fucking bad because he's back with Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> And that's when Derek blew out his knees, and you know it's he's back on the. I don't. Mix. I mean, I don't think it's anything with Thibodeau's fault with that. But. No, no, no. It's just Thibodeau's <laughs> known for like playing guys like forty six minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. it's like, damn. I'm sure Derek Rose probably likes that. I mean, like oh, players yeah, want to no, play. I, mean, I, you know? I also kind of feel bad because he's you know back on the Knicks, and you know w- would, would are they like making to... a playoff push? They were earlier in the year, but not so much now. I I I, I kind of wish he was going to more of a contender. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah, I was kind of surprised that that was happening. There's a, if we're just talking trade rumors, Kyle Lowry might get dealt soon in the coming days from Toronto to, to, to the Miami is, Heat. Is there a rumor landing spot? Miami Heat. Okay, I can see that. Uh, I'm not sure what they'd be giving up for him right now. But uh, Toronto right now is in the ninth. Knicks are actually 11, or uh, I'm sorry, 11-14 in the eighth spot. So those are your boys. Right. I mean, I always want the Knicks to do good. They are my namesake. Yeah. <laughs> is it, isn't it crazy that the Utah Jazz have the best record in the league right now? That is crazy. Oh, my God, that makes me so mad at the Pistons for not drafting Spider Mitchell. I mean, to be fair, we have the worst record in the league. I mean, we need to, we need we have a bad record. Welcome, Cade we Cunningham, st- or Jalen Suggs. We still pushed um, uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis to double overtime game game against the Lakers. Yo, the we've day. only been playing good. We've only won against good teams. It's crazy. Yeah, we're young. We're one of the younger teams in the Celt- NBA. We beat Celtics, Suns, Lakers. I think the Heat. We only have five wins. Um, We're, that, that, that's like a, a sign of a good young team. Like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, you know. And if we can hit the lottery and get your boy Kid Cunningham. Cade Cunningham Kate, or Kate I really, Cunningham? Yeah. Yeah, he's a six seven point guard from Oklahoma State. Him or I really like Jalen Suggs a lot from Gonzaga. Um, MVP. Yeah, we'll see. Well, the Pistons have everyone in Detroit right now. We're like, <laughs> Where's, quite literally, every yeah. team is rebuilding, and I've been, I've yeah. been saying that. There's nothing wrong with that. I kind of, I'm, I'm embracing that. You know, it's like I don't really have much to look forward to in terms of sports, so it's like kind of nice. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to like kind of enjoy the suck for a bit because we were spoiled for for a time growing up. You know. It is right. kind of bad that we, we weren't. We've been split we, with the Red Wings. Red Wings and Pistons were good at the same time. That that run with the Tigers for, was really fun too. I mean, we didn't never win, never but, never fully finished, but like yeah, you know the we Pistons were close. obviously, and uh, you know the Lions were always the Lions. Lions but, have we're never gonna get the Lions, and we're about to end the segment. But there's rumors that Andrew Luck is coming out of retirement to go back to the Indianapolis Colts, and I just want to say that. Whoa. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Beer number two. Um, Entertainment. Nikola Jokic for MVP of NBA. That's all I'm saying. Nikolai Jokic. My a player that I just really want to hate because he looks like such a dope. He looks like Oh a, dude, like he Eli used Manning. to be like three hundred pounds in Siberia and would drink like a couple liters of cola a day and couldn't do a push up and <laughs> I think him or Embiid, I think are will win it. Well, Brian, on to beer number two. We're on to number two. What is this segment again? Entertainment. This is entertainment. <laughs> this is entertainment. God damn it! That's why you're listening. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I I didn't get too far into listening to our uh, episode number one. I forget what we talked about for entertainment for that. God, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I but, don't want to know. <laughs> we probably t- actually we probably talked about the leftovers. The probably. <laughs> It's one of my favorite shows, man. Yeah, I just got one of our favorite shows. You just rewatched um, it, you said? I just got him to watch it for the first time. Oh, Mitchell? No, Sean. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, we were like speaking at the same time. Shout out to Sean Davidson. Shout um, out, my brother. Um, love you. Uh, he loved it. I think. Oh, well, as, as I don't you think should. I know. As you should. It's it's become my third favorite show because it's it's been overtaken by uh, first is always the wire. Shout out to the wire. 
But uh, if you Mr. haven't Robot. yet, Mr. Robot. Watch Mr. Robot on Amazon Prime. I'm so sick of this guy talking about Mr. Robot. <laughs> it's so dark, <laughs> and it's so depressing, and it's so good. <laughs> um, uh, Anything else you've been fucking with, Brian? Just a lot of books. I've been reading a lot. I, I did start watching that Search Party show. I think I'm like seven episodes in. How are you feeling um, about it so far? It's funny. It's funny as fuck. I'm also just kind of like, why do they care about this person that they don't really know? And um, yeah, I can't remember her name, but from broad, the main character from, you know, she's from Broad City. Um, Aaliyah Shawkat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, like her, her relationship with Drew is just like, man, <laughs> this guy's weird as fuck. Like their first, like the first time you see them have sex, he's just jerking off until he goes in her and then comes like instantly. <laughs> but like the last, I episode, forgot about that. I haven't yeah, seen the first season in fucking, so long. It's it's <laughs> wild. But like the first or the last episode I watched was a uh, you know she fucks. Uh, uh, what's the actor? I don't know the actor's name, but the PI guy. Yeah, what is the actor's name? Because he's was he in was he in Office Space? Oh yeah, he was. Hell yeah, he okay. was. Okay. Um, How was his name? I don't don't remember, but you know, she comes home and he's just like, "Honey, you know, this girl came over and she was dancing. I kicked her out instantly." It's like, "Damn, man. This guy's <laughs> such a good guy." And she just <laughs> fucked this other dude. I feel so bad. <laughs> oh, Brian, I can't wait for you to finish this season I'm, and go and then, on to and the then future you got, ones. You, then you got the other dude. Uh, what's his you know, the guy who's just like, mm, yeah, I had, you know, leukemia when I was 15. And oh, dude... <laughs> yeah. Elliot, right? Dude, that dude's insane. <laughs> He's so funny. You got Portia over there. Portia like, playing, oh the, playing the Mexican on a... <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I need to rewatch this show. Yeah. Um, I mean, other, th- like, other than that, I've been rewatching, obviously, Shit's Creek a lot. Um Shout out to Shit's Creek. You just um actually you should talk about the SNL because you just watched the SNL with uh um Dan Levy and Phoebe uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, man, I I really liked it. I I thought it was I thought it was great. You know, I I really like uh I I really like Phoebe. I was into her, you know, with that Strange of the Alp album, and people were giving her shit for breaking her guitar after her her second song. <laughs> I just thought that was fucking cool as shit. Like I've ne- like when you see SNL musical guests, they're always just so like nonchalant. They don't say thanks at the end. They're just like, you know, just yeah. kind of like, yep, yeah, we perform. Let's just fucking fall back. When you saw Phoebe, she was like smiling the entire time. Looked so happy mm. to be there. And the song that she played is "This Is the End," which I think is the last song on her Punisher album. Okay. And I don't know, man. Like, just, I haven't seen anybody <laughs> play that way and, like, smash a guitar on SNL before. I just thought that shit was so badass. Yeah. And I, it, I, it I, fucking, badass. I just I, love Phoebe Bridger. So, like, anything she does is fucking cool. So, I, I, I didn't see it, but I saw, like, the video of her trying to smash the guitar. And by trying to smash the, the guitar, I mean trying to smash the guitar <laughs> because she's just like, hmm. She put some sparks <laughs> into that amp, though, man. And Did Dan she? Dan Levy was fucking was pretty funny too. There was a good uh, there was a good sketch they had about Zillow. Oh yeah, like the house app or I'm whatever. More. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you'll have to look it up. 
but it's just pretty much like, oh, sex doesn't do it for me because I'm in my late 30s. You know what turns me on? Zillow. <laughs> Finding houses that are unaffordable for me. <laughs> That's pretty. That was pretty much it. It was hilarious. It was like this really like raunchy ad. Like everybody's dressed all sexy and like sexy. Feel- yeah, it was. I don't know. There were a lot of like, a, like an old fashioned bod commercial. Pretty much. I want yeah. your bod. Yeah. Dan Levy does no wrong, and his dad too, um, Eugene. I wonder what's in store for Dan Levy's future because he's kind of like. I I don't I feel like he's not the lead in anything right now, um, but he's did, got the. Did you watch it, that? Um, oh, what was that holiday movie that came out on yes. Hulu? Okay, yeah, yeah, you know. What I'm um, with um, Kristen uh, Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, and, Dan um, Levy, uh, Aubrey Plaza. I know. I is it called? La- it's not called Last Christmas. It's called no. Ah, we do have phones. <laughs> I'm not gonna look it up though, but. Fuck it, I'm. <laughs> I'm. A, I'm. A, I'll look it up. Don't worry. Um, a... I mean, it was funny in his monologue on SNL too, where he was just talking like, he's like, you know, so much has changed for me. A lot of good stuff. You know, swept like nine Emmy awards, and then he's like, yeah, but I got people coming up to me, which is really nice. You know, pe- strangers saying how good I am. And then they just say, ew. which is a line i wrote for schitt's creek he says and he's just like it's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life it's like when uh with jesse pinkman and aaron paul where people would come up to him and say hey bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he's gonna have to really work around like i don't know what his career intentions are but he's definitely gonna get typecast because he's played he like in happiest season is the name of the happiest season yes um, a lot of qualms played, with that film. <laughs> he, he played his character from Shit's Creek in that movie, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we'll see. I don't, I don't know what his acting range is because I've only seen him in Shit's Creek and that movie. But um, he's yeah. gonna have an opportunity. I mean, he's good. So I mean, see. he's his father's son, you know. Shout mm-hmm. out to Eugene. And he was in a um, Eugene Levy. He, he was the dad in American Pie, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know yeah. if I was. Uh, Mixing him up with somebody else with really pronounced eyebrows. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. Um, so the is it Golden Globes that everything's just been announced for? Yes. Um, uh, we were talking about this uh, off mic and in a prior day, but um, uh, what is nominated for? Do they have a Best Picture? Yeah, they had, it's, you know how, you know, I kind of explained it to you, but Golden Globes do this thing where it's, I think they nominate five in each category. I'm looking it up currently on my phone, but, um, mm-hmm. but so they, they go like, like, they go, uh, best picture drama and then best picture musical and comedy. Uh-huh. And then they, they do that for acting too. So it's like. Best actor in a leading role comedy or musical. Best actor. <laughs> comedy and musical, because those fucking relate to each other. Hey, but our boy Andy Samberg got nominated. For best comedy or musical? <laughs> like, best uh, best lead actor in it. But Because but fucking Andy... Palm Springs is a comedy. I mean, Palm Springs was a comedy. Yeah, and it got nominated for best picture, which... I mean... Yeah, I, Palm Springs is my favorite movie I saw in 2020. Um... 
probably the best movie you've ever suggested to me. It might be my favorite movie of all time. It that, is definitely you're fucking wild. <laughs> Damn, I'm not arguing. That's awesome, man. No, I, I love mean, that like, movie. <laughs> in terms of like rewatchability, like I've. I've, every time I've watched it, I've loved it. I've never gotten tired of it yet. It's just like Groundhog Day, um, but like newer version of Groundhog Day. Um, and, and not even in terms of how similar the story structure is, in terms of how much I like the movie, <laughs> which is eerily similar, you know? I, I'm like, I pulled up the Golden Globes. I don't even like how they set this up. Oh, wait, never mind. So they they put a, <laughs> they put best motion picture, then like best performance by an actress, then actor in drama, and then best... Do you want me to like kind of read some of these off real quick? Yeah, read some notable things. Okay, so like best motion picture drama, The Father. Never seen it. Never, Never seen heard it. about it. Mank, which is on Netflix about uh the writing of um the Orson Welles movie um 1984. <laughs> what? No, man. Uh Citizen Kane. <laughs> uh No Man No um, which I do want to see. It's um, with what? What's her name from Fargo? I don't know. It's it's like this woman who like kind of like travels across the country like by herself in a van, I guess. Okay. Um, Fra- uh, Francine Mc- McDormand is is the main main girl. She's in it. she's the the ma- the, lead, the, the the nomad. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, Promising young woman, which I just watched. Uh, with Alyssa, which is pretty pretty crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Really liked it. Uh, the trial of the trial of the Chicago Seven. So those are the one, two, three, four, five best motion picture drama. Damn, I haven't seen a single one of those. <clears throat> That's okay, man. Best motion picture musical comedy: Borat, Hamilton, Music. I. I what? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> then Palm, <laughs> Palm Springs and The Prom. Well, as I've only seen two of those in Bora and Palm Springs, Palm Springs blew Borat out of the water. Do you know the, the girl from Borat is nominated? She did excellent. Yeah, she's nominated. Kate Hudson from Music is nominated. I didn't know Kate Hudson was... <laughs> what is Music. Um, uh, music is like it's it's indescribable actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you get these eleven notes and you get to do it and say what you want with them. Carrie Mulligan's nominated for Promising Young Woman. She was great. Um, but our boy, like I said, Andy Samberg. So this is look look at this. Listen to this. Best performance <laughs> by an actor in motion picture music or comedy. Sasha Baron Cohen. He's great. Love yeah, it. He is Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. That's awesome. Love Win- love Lin Manuel. If it I've is Hamilton like available somewhere? No, yeah, it's it's like they filmed it for uh Disney Plus. Okay. Is it like a movie or just like you can, you're just watching the the play? No, like they I think they reshot it and everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh Dav, Dev Patel, the personal history of David Copperfield. Which I heard good things about Andy Samberg for Palm Springs, and your boy James Corden for The Prom. Why? Come why? On. Why are we nominating James Corden in twenty twenty one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I not that I think Andy Samberg needs to win for his movie, but that movie needs to 
these would be in consideration for, I don't know, something. Comedy and musicals should not be together. That does not make sense. Yeah, Remo- the, the fucked up thing when they go possibly to, tell me that makes sense. When they go to the Oscars, you know, only like probably one or two of these movies are going to get nominated for for Best Picture, and it's probably going to be Hamilton, and hopefully Palm Springs. It won't be Palm Springs. They because the, the Prom is a Netflix movie, apparently. So you know, Netflix is just going to pay a shit ton of money to get one of them up there. I've never even heard of it before. I know. Kate Hudson and James Corden, I guess. Or and not. Pretty oh, that's Kate Hudson's in. music. Never mind. <laughs> what, it's weird that a, a motion picture for foreign language film is a USA movie, too. I don't know. I'm just like kind of scrolling through this thing, man. Yeah, fuck it. Award shows are arbitrary and kind of stupid. They anyway. are really stupid. Like, Jared Leto was nominated for The, the Little Things, which I just watched mm-hmm. on HBO the other day. Yeah. And man, that dude in that movie pretty much was just like Jared Leto, you know, long haired Jared Leto with brown eyes and a rolling shit gut. Yeah. And just kind of, I don't know, being creepy, like didn't really Classic do Classic Jared Leto. Yeah. Didn't really do a lot. And that movie came out like a couple weeks ago. So I'm like, how is that? Ar- how is he already nominated? Do you know a movie where he didn't play some form of um like I I I I don't know I actually I don't know the right words for this but like I Requiem for a Dream Jared Leto played like oh God that's a fucked up movie man <laughs> yeah it makes me uncomfortable I remember watching that on my fucking computer back home like mm. and I did not feel good after watching that no um, it's a movie I could never watch again the, I don't think the other movie I can think of him in Dallas Buyers Club where he was pretty good in that um, yeah I mean he won an Oscar for that one. Yeah, and then I remember Suicide Squad, and I was like, okay, this is a little over the top. Fight Club. Um, He was in Fight Club? Yeah, he was the blonde guy that got his teeth bashed in by Edward Norton. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. He said he wanted to destroy something beautiful, so he beat Angel Face Jared Leto in. Hey. He had bleach blonde hair in it. People forget. I do forget about it because I don't. I can't even picture it in my head. No, yeah, it's. I mean, he he wasn't like a massive role, but. Um, and then we have him in this now. Um, the littlest thing, the little thing? the little what things with uh, Denzel Washington and Rami Malek. The and smallest it's, of all things. It's it's not like a it it wasn't great. I didn't really like it, but we do. I think we do have kind of like a cool thing happening with like the best director, at least in this Golden Globe, where it's you know three women are nominated for nice. best director, and um, you know, right? Yeah, not yeah. just well, for what for wait what for what movies? No, it's when they do like best director. It's just best director motion picture. So it's Emerald. Fennel uh, for Promising Young Woman, and she's also nominated for Best uh, Screenplay. Uh, David Fincher from Mank. Regina King, our, hey, our girl. Shout out to Watchmen. Yep, for uh, One Night in Miami. Wait, er- she wrote that? Or directed that? Uh, she directed it, yeah. Oh, shit, girl. Uh, Aaron Zorkin for The Trial of the Chicago 7. Then Chloe Zano. I'm probably mispronouncing that last name. Apologies for Nomadland. Hell yeah! And, it's uh, about time we get some like. Uh, and Chloe was also nominated things. for for best screenplay too. 
which is cool. Mm. So we got, yeah, it's like fine, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I mean, it sucks that it takes the weirdest year of shit to go down. Like, yeah. where, like, when's what's the last movie you saw in theaters, Brian? Like, uh, the Big Lebowski. Okay, the last new movie you saw in theaters. Oh man, maybe. Did you see any movies in theaters in 2020? I did, but like, you know, up here at the state, they do like a lot of old movies. To... Oh, wait, no, mm. 1917. I saw that with my old roommate, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still haven't I like... seen that, actually. Oh, it's on, um, do you have Showtime? No, but I can probably rent any movie I want. Yeah, it's it's cool. You know, they make it look like one shot the entire time. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. It's a good... I saw the last one I saw in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm surprised that's not not nominated for anything, right? <laughs> Fuck Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, maybe? love Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that my last movie was uh, The Big Lebowski because it is my probably my favorite movie of all time, and I saw it with the with a good buddy, and they had like white Russians serving at yeah. the at the state, and I just got fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> and it was i never you know haven't seen that movie on a big screen so it was it was cool to see it like that you know yeah when it did was, it even come out uh 90 it's they released it the coen brothers released it after they released fargo and they won you know best original screenplay for fargo and they came out this weird movie about you know bowling and a kidnapping and yeah it bombed at, it bombed at the theaters i think it came out in like 98 or something mm, i still have not seen that oh man <laughs> that's just that's so dis- i feel like you would really like it like it's so? it's it's so funny man like i know you don't like you're into like the sci-fi shit but it's it's just such a funny fucking movie man <laughs> and there's something i feel like i always pick up Every time I watch it, I'm like, damn, I didn't, I didn't see that last time. And it's a good movie to watch Stone too, because Jeff Bridges just is, you know, smoking weed all the time and drinking White Russians. And I'll definitely, I'll probably check it out this month while I'm getting Stone. You, you should, man. It's it's a great great film. Like it's, I think my dad's favorite film too. So oh, really? if, that, if that does anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I randomly woke up, um, like, I passed out on my couch and, like, woke up to the TV and Independence Day is just starting. And I realized I've never seen Independence Day all the it, way through. I've only I, seen, like, the, like the, the halfway through to, towards the end, but I never saw the beginning of it. I've and never I'm seen that movie. And, like, where the fuck is Will Smith? You've never seen that movie? No. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, we I should know. move on because it's very irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, I, I love Will Smith. Shout out to him. I, I heard somebody on a podcast recently say, like, we need to get Will Smith in, like, um, uh, an antagonist role because he's always just playing, like, the same old good guy. Not the same good guy, but, like, he's always the hero- the heroic role, never a villain. That's true. It is nice when, when you see a guy kind of switch it up. That's why I'm excited for that, like, that new James Bond movie because Rami Malek's going to be the uh, the villain in it. Mm-hmm. And, I think know. he – I mean, Rami Malek seems pretty – from the first season of Mr. Robot and – um bohemian rhapsody the two movies have or two uh mediums I've seen I, I know you've seen night at the museum bro 
I have not seen that. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind then. <laughs> but yeah, um, I like the first season of Miss Robot. I'm, I'm going to to watch uh, this. It's the, the it's it eventually. Uh, it's a perfect show, man. And like I was fucking like I rewound a new girl. Yeah, <laughs> like I rewound just the last, you know, thirty seconds of that show probably ten times just to hear that last line. And I was fucking crying, man. It's an int- <laughs> it's emotional, man. It's fucking like that kid. He just he's been through so much, you know. He More should... emotional than the end of Watchmen. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Really? Because you got four seasons of following this kid around, and that's true. I mean, Watchmen is, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot where it's like, you know, uh, with shows like what's better, like, um, with streaming, how, what's better, like a, a mini series or just dragging shit out. Like I do, I do not want Watchmen to come back the more I think about it. And I think it's a perfect, mm. just short mini series, man. Like I don't want it to come back without Lindelof. And that's the thing, like, I feel like, too, like, our attention span is kind of, like, dwindling down to, like, what, mm. how much content there is now, you know what I'm saying? And Right. Like, if the, if it does come back, I'd have to rewatch it all, which is not a problem, but, like, I, yeah, Dave Milinoff's a genius, and that's a, that's a perfect well, show in and it itself, like. With this, um, with this latest season of Search Party that I, like, I was surprised to find out he was even, because it's on HBO Max, I was surprised to find out that there was even a fourth season. I did not even know it was in production, and they just started releasing it. But they released the episodes in like short bursts. Yeah. So like, I got to like watch a couple and then like stew on it, like how you like how you used to watch TV shows. That you that know? like Hulu does that too. I really like that. Like mm-hmm. uh, I've been. It's annoying. It's annoying ex- experiencing it because you like just want to watch the next yeah, one. Yeah, I get that. When you're when you when we've been conditioned to having Binging like everything and... immediately. Yeah. But it also. It's great. Like, it sucks, but it's great, you know? Like, yeah. It makes you appreciate the show more. Like, literally, I've been watching um, House a lot. Like, I'm almost done, like, finally finishing all eight seasons. Like, I'm halfway through season seven, and I don't know, man. It's just, you know, this repetitive thing with that show, and it's 24 episodes a season, and it's like, well, it's man, one of those- show should not go past five seasons, I don't think. Maybe, well, maybe... Kinda- <laughs> that that kind of show is meant for that. It's like a CIS. I, I, or, oh, I know. Like, and it's how great. is like that that version of it? <laughs> oh, I know. I love it. I'm a fan. It's mm. you know just Sherlock Holmes in a hospital, but it's also like dude, eight seasons of 24, yeah. 45 minute episodes mm. where they're kind of doing the same thing every episode. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever like really like. If anyone ever tells me like. Dude, you should watch NCIS. It's super good. I'm like, uh, I will pass. Pat. No, thank hard, you. Hard no. <laughs> Just watch uh, Mr. Robot instead. I already used to watch Law & Order SVU, but guess what? Every episode's the same. You know what show <laughs> I've been thinking about weirdly? Like, I'm not going to watch it anytime soon. What's that? Your favorite show. New Girl? Lost. You're not going to watch it anytime soon? Lost. I know. I. You're not going to? No. You're not going to? Oh. <laughs> I just been thinking okay. about it for some reason. Yeah, um I don't I don't think I would like it if I rewatched it right now, you know what I'm saying? Like that's why I don't want to rewatch it. Yeah, um uh I feel like Lost would have been 
like if Lost was made now, like HBO had it and it's ten episode seasons, probably would be dope. But probably, have, unfortunately, six seasons. Um, the first three are like twenty four episode seasons, and then there's like a random sixteen. That's then, that's like, what I'm saying. That's that's kind of how it's it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. Like there's a lot of filler episodes, but um. The experience of loss is different than the actuality of the show. Like the experience of going through it and wondering and like trying to figure it out was really amazing. Um, but I understand its flaws. Like, oh yeah, I, I get. I always say like it's it's the TV show that got me into TV shows. Like that's why I like the kind of genres I like is because of the show Lost. Yeah, I'm hoping next time I'm on here, whenever that is, is that. By the year you, from you, now. You've, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, because I don't know how to send my files to you. So. <laughs> well, you've got Audacity now, so we'll probably have you on more, uh, more frequently. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm just hoping that you, you get through a bit of, a, a bit of Mr. Robux. I, I like, cannot recommend that show enough to people, but I just mm. kind of feel bad because I feel like it's so, like, it's just so dark. No, I mean, I loved the first season. No, like, like I just this fourth season, like, at, at the end of every episode, which is good on them for doing it, but they just put, like, you know, the suicide awareness, like, hotline because oh, of like, shit. how, like, fucking dark it gets. Yeah. And I'm like, god damn, man. Like, there is some dark shit they do. Like, ep- episode mean, seven of season four is one of one of my favorite episodes of television ever. If you're if you're interested in watching Mr. Robot, please skip ahead just like a, like a minute because I'm just about to spoil something. But one of the reasons I didn't really like try so hard to watch season two is because it was just so obvious that it would. And I hate it when shows do this like thing where there's like a fake person there that's not really there. You know, in season one, we're like this guy oh, seeing man. some. You know, I don't. I don't oh like man. That. Yeah, you mean like Mr. Robot's there and. Yeah, so that's gonna be there the entire show. Just so oh, you know, God. it's and it's kind of like you know Fight Club in a way. But is he gonna be like aware of it? Because no, he's, he's gonna, sometimes he like becomes. Or is him. like the big reveal of every season gonna be like, oh, this person's not real now? No, no, like the big reveal was that you know end of season yeah. one where it was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. and there's a big reveal at. Probably midway through season two. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, but. yeah. I like you know we usually spoil stuff in this in this show. <laughs> hey, we've grown over four years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I remember. Remember when we were just like, "Well, fuck you guys. We're gonna spoil this." They all died. Fuck all Thirteen of you <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, you excited for um uh, the next season of? Wait, have you been? Have you, do you watch Better Call Saul? Bro, I've been waiting until that show, like, is done, just so I can watch it on Netflix. Like, I haven't... I got... I don't think I've finished season one. Got you. Okay, well, um, uh, there's just some articles that have came out recently saying that it's gonna, like... It's, I mean, I'm sure this is just pumping up for the last, because the last it's season's coming ending, out. ending, right? Yeah, and, like, Odenkirk said, like, it's gonna change the way you look at Breaking Bad, and it's gonna end, like really surprisingly like really like in a way in a very unexpected way which i mean i don't know like of course i gotta say that shit because it's the last season and it's been like two years and they don't even have a release date yet but i'm very excited for that um yeah but like 
I guess, you know, I'm not the biggest Breaking Bad fan. Like, I, I do like that show, but it's not, like, you know, one of my favorite shows. So maybe mm. that's why I wasn't super keen to, to dive into it. Oh, I thought it was for some reason. I mean, I, I really, I, I like Breaking Bad. I just haven't watched in probably since the show ended. I wonder what's going to be the next big thing. Because, you know, Game of Thrones ended. Terribly. Um, terribly, very No, terribly. but, like, I, would you say, because I've heard this from other people, too, is that, like, Better Call Saul's better than Breaking Bad. Yes, but they're on par. Fear number three, politics. All right, on to politics, Brian. Four years ago, we started this podcast because Donald Trump won the presidency, and he has been absent for our lives, so cheers to that. Is that that why we started it? Is because of his bitch ass? That's one of the reasons I wanted to start it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is to talk shit about him all the time? Because it's crazy, like... You know, yeah. Uh, four years ago, he got inaugurated, like a month before we started our podcast, and mm-hmm. that's about right. Now look at us. I've been talking about that motherfucker every day for goddamn too long, and now I don't have to anymore because he has been silenced. <laughs> Bitch, and we don't know you. You don't go here. <laughs> um. So. The political segment of this podcast is going through a different, uh, through a change because now I have to actually pay attention. Yeah. I can't just get outraged on stuff and I have to talk about actual things. Uh, <laughs> We're supposedly getting a stimmy. Yeah, in March. Um, I think I've, I've I I I can't verify any of this because I it's the beginning of the week. <laughs> We're doing this on a Monday. Normally I do these on a Wednesday where some shit where I get like uh, more shit going down other than the weekend of the Super Bowl where that's the only thing on my mind. But um, uh, yeah. Um, apparently we're gonna get this next stimulus round, and I think they just approved something where like if you lost a family member to COVID, you're gonna get like seven thousand dollars to help pay for the funeral costs. Oh fuck! Which is um pretty cool. Um, and yeah. sad, but because of how much we've yeah, bungled I mean, this pandemic. Yeah. What? Uh, how many people? Four hundred. You know, it's rising every day. I don't, I don't know how many the United States alone is going to lose by the time this is over. Um, especially with all these... I'm just excited for that vaccine, you know? Yep. Hopefully get that soon, but... Yep. Um, my brother... It's insane. Like, the rollout for it is... Yeah, it's lack lackluster. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's... You know, like, being in the service industry myself, like... You know, it's not expected until the summer. At least that was under Trump's administration. I know mm. the Biden administration is trying to roll out a lot more, but um, you know, I went I went to work just for like this meeting on Thursday. You know, I wasn't expecting to like actually work, but like I got there and they were just talking about how they had some customers right before I got there were just saying like, oh, like, uh, I, don't, I don't have to wear my mask. I already got the vaccine. And <laughs> That's not how it works, but... <laughs> yeah, my manager's just like, good for you. I haven't <laughs> yet. So... Yeah. I'm still waiting. And he's like, I got a wife and two children. Mm. Yeah. That are wait. 
the, we got the uh, Moderna and Pfizer vaccine already approved and already in their rollout stages in the United States. There's the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is using more standard vaccine technology, but with a less e- efficacy rate um, than the Pfizer and Moderna. Um, so hopefully, I don't know. I don't know when things are ever going to be back to normal. I think that we're... I mean, they say, like, even when you get, like, both your shots, like, you know, still wear a mask. Right, because like, they, they don't know. Still fucking wash your hands. They don't know if you can't, like, pass it or if it's just going to make your immune response more bolstered. And isn't it the thing, too, like, my, uh... At least my aunt and uncle were saying this because they they both got it down in because they uh, you know have a place down in Florida and they're both you know in their seventies mm. and I was a bit scared when they got it. It's like shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, but but they're fine now. But they're like, yeah, I don't. You know, we can't really get the vaccine because it's something about is it like the antibody or something like staying in the system where you can't get that vaccine because you already had it. I for like a certain amount of time. I don't know if that's a real thing. Um, something I've heard of. Well, I know you're not immune. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about real things. <laughs> but like, if you get if you get COVID, you like can't like get the vaccine for a while. I don't think. Uh, I I don't. I guess I I'm um, ignorant towards that fact that, or whatever you want to call it that you're stating, um, but. My, I know my brother and his wife both got their second doses recently. Um, their second doses did kick their ass a little bit. Um, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard the. You know, you'll be tired for a bit. Yeah, but they're fine. Um, they should be at a ninety to ninety-five percent um, rate of immunity, and even if they did get it, like it's not going to be hospital there's no chance of like hospital requirements like even with this uh johnson and johnson yeah. vaccine which is only a like a 70 or 60 to 70 percent um efficacy rate uh i heard the the what's the other one the johnson and johnson the no the other one moderna i heard that's working pretty well against like the variants yeah that are coming mm-hmm. from like the uk too the main thing about these vaccines is like you might get sick still even with the variants, but you're not going to be like hospitalized. It's just going to be like a, a right, yeah, cold because or it's, like a, a that's flu. that's the point of vaccines is to right. <laughs> <laughs> like sixty to seventy is still more than we get for like the flu shots every year. Like I think those are only like forty yeah. percent efficacy. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Hopefully things will turn back to normal. I mean, I I don't think. I mean, I don't think we're like if we're talking normal like. You know, my dad works in the music industry, and I don't think we're going to have, like, concerts this year. Yeah, I hope we do, because I want to go to Bonnaroo. I, I would hope so. Like, we're, we're probably going to, you know, it'll be, like, small shows and all that, but, like, not, like, the shit that we would like. Like, you're not going to go to Pine Knob and be on the lawn getting drunk sliding down that mudslide mm-hmm. hill. <laughs> Actually, I, th- I think a year ago today, I went to my last concert that I've seen in person. Which, which really? was What was which that? Which was um, uh, Verve Pipe. <laughs> not familiar with you know <laughs> when i was young i was responsible mine was probably like a a concert at the little fleet in the year Mine was at st andrew's hall the first time i've ever been there uh ooh, love st andrew's <laughs> great 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 venue i won't be held responsible she was touching her face Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Hold on, let me take my For the life of me, <laughs> I cannot remember. 
Is that Dave Crow? <laughs> that is the verb from verb pipes. <laughs> Not the verb, which is someone they get uh, confused with every once in a while. But nah, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully this rollout goes better than what it is right I've... now. Um, I mean, it's just like it's it's just annoying that like people are are still being dicks about it. Like a year, a fucking year later, man. Yeah. Like the first case popped up a year ago in January, you know. Maybe it's just so crazy that if Trump, when he was president, would have been like, "Yeah, we need to wear masks, like wear them," everyone would have been wearing masks. <laughs> we wouldn't have this fucking bullshit of people not wearing masks out of principle, not because of inconvenience. Like, yeah, it's it's inconvenient, but also it's winter now. It's not though. Like they're they're recommending wearing two masks. Now. I've been double masking, doubling it, yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, and I'm going back to work tomorrow, and I'm like, damn, like I'm gonna have to, I guess, double mask it. Maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you. I mean, I think wearing masks is supposed to protect other people from you, and you've been you've oh, been yeah. treating COVID like more responsible than I have, and probably more responsible than most people have. I don't know if it's essentially by choice or by convenience because you do live in a desolate wasteland of Traverse City. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking tourist destination, but not really like during a pandemic. But actually, you know, people, there are a lot of fucking people up here during the summer of 2020. A bit too much. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, I've been trying to like, you know, be smart and about it. Um, I didn't, did I come up there last year? You did not, no. Yeah. I didn't have anybody come up. That's what, like, what really killed me is because, like, I moved up here in April of 2019, mm-hmm. and, you know, I didn't, obviously, I didn't know anybody, and I was super looking forward to, like, summer of 2020, like, actually having friends, and yeah, everybody could come up, and... I was up there twice in 2019, at least. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Croc, too, shout out to Croc. Shout out, baby. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty weird fucking, um, yeah, cause you're still relative, you're still, you were still relatively new to Traverse. Traver- oh yeah, City. it's very and new. And you have to go. I think I've, I've spent, I think I spent like at least five months, five to six months unemployed and at least like seven months in the last year employed at Mari. Yeah. So you're like going years, like for like a fifty like, fifty split almost. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> of working man. and it's not working. Like, I know. It's like damn. It kind of it sucks and it's like I feel weird about it, but it's you know out of my control, so I try not to feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's what it's what therapy's for. <laughs> uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, it just—it's just so overwhelming. This whole pandemic has been. It is. It's like it's you know. It's like I want. I want. You know. You know. I haven't really seen a lot of a lot of friends. You know. You know. Yeah. In person, like I've just been hanging out with like my roommates, Alyssa. I did see a friend from work a couple weeks ago, but it's. It's weird, you know. Shit just opened back up too, so it's like, kind of weird. Like, even going inside the bars, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I went bowling on last weekend, and I was like, wow, Just this is... I'm really feels... I'm really glad that, as a Wagella, I'm immune. But 
It's just in my blood. I got the. I got the. Is so it, it was blood so was working so hard. ridiculous. I saw someone that used to be on my flag football team there and just never put a mask on the entire time. Like God, dude. Like, and like, he and why? he is that kind of personality. <laughs> but you might know him. Uh, shout out to Jesse Walters. Um, <laughs> never wearing a mask, you motherfucker. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but. You got that Rona coming your way, son. <laughs> everything, everything is shitty, and I mean, it'll hopefully get better if we just, you know, we if we just paid people to stay home, civil. it might work. But that too, and just act civil towards each other, and just be, you know, decent human beings to one another, mm-hmm. and not get mad when it's, you know, a piece of fabric across your face for, yeah. You know, even if you're shopping for groceries, say you're in there for 15, 20 minutes, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long people Just take put a mask shop. on. Like, you feel like fuck. a fucking pirate, it's... dude. Put an eye patch on if it makes you feel better, too. It's weird seeing, too, people, like, even, like, during the Super Bowl, too, like, when they would, like, put their mask on, then pull it down and, like, show their nose. It's like, man, it's like, that's the new, like, having your fly open. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, bro, you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Having your nose stick out. <laughs> like, imagine if you're ever mad, you just pulled your dick out. Like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, come on, I'm talking right here. <laughs> My, it's I, I got freedom, bro. I feel like the mask. This is America, bro. I don't have to wear a mask. I can pull my dick out, bro. Like, like people, I don't people care. tend to like I don't take care their mask off right when there. they're trying to like talk a lot and like, why? What, like, what's oh what's the God. point of that? Like, your the mask is on. To prevent you from spreading shit when you are talking a lot. Dude, dude, Tom Brady's MVP speech. When he didn't have a mask on, he goes, you gotta come over here, I can't hear a word you're saying. I didn't see that, but what the fuck? Oh yeah, his MVP speech. The dude had a mask on, he's like, you know, standing away from me, he's like, get over here, I can't hear a word you're saying. (laughs) I would be willing to bet that Tom Brady is immune to coronavirus, because he is Tom Brady. He's sold the soul to the devil. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> hashtag end racism tom brady <laughs> fucking maga motherfucker but <laughs> fuck him <laughs> man well, other than that i mean i don't know like it's it's nice to not have like some pressing topic to talk about for it is it is a bit refreshing to be like oh fuck what did what did uh you know 45 do today what did he tweet today yep so there's that my pillow guy who released, I guess, a three-hour documentary about how the the uh, election was fraud. Oh fuck you! Do you know you know about him? The I my know pillow about guy, the my pillow big, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, he's got this scene in his movie because I, I I didn't watch it, but like I I saw it on a the other night on Deez Amaro on Showtime, great talk show. You should check it out. Um. And he's, like, slumped in his chair like this, sweating hard, <laughs> just, like, spinning, like, non-facts. And there's, like, you know, the my pillow guy was a crackhead, a literal crackhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's just, like, like tweaking out. <laughs> it's like, bro, how are you doing this? <laughs> you are going to jail. Aw, oh, dude, fuck that guy. Spreading false information. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's crazy living in a world where, like, half the people... Like, I've been hearing some stories about people, like, coming out of QAnon, like, and, like, realizing that it's, like, bullshit. Like, 
I don't. I can't stand that shit, bro. It's so ridiculous that people ever felt fell into that in the first place. Like I was talking with Alyssa about that. I was like, you know, you, do you remember when like conspiracy theories used to be like kind of like cute and funny and like, yeah, we started ours on a or we started this podcast on a conspiracy theory with the Mandela effect, which is. Yeah, it's a fun yeah. conspiracy theory. It's not like a detrimental one to to society. No. <laughs> it's just no, like a bunch of not at all. We just knew it's a bunch of bullshit, but it's fun to it's fun to embrace a bunch of bullshit if it doesn't I, hurt. I anybody. still think about I still think about the Be- Berenstein and Berenstein bears. <laughs> <laughs> what is real? <laughs> it's a Berenstein, actually. But <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Like, for real, man, it's, it's fucking ridiculous how, you know, people are like, oh, you got to question everything. Everything must be questioned. It's like, well, question your own logic there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> and it's insane how they're treating that, what, what, I don't even know the douchebag's name, but the, the dude who wore like the Viking Oh, the QAnon shaman? Yeah. And how, how they're treating him, how he already got like moved because, you know, he was refusing to eat. Because he didn't get organic mm. food, and they're, you know, moving him to like, I guess they moved him to different prisons to get him better food or something. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm not, I'm not gonna privilege to a fucking. Tea. I'm not gonna say like that's that's probably what you should do for people that have specific diets or whatnot. Like, but the fact that only not, all, not an ass, only not a, white not a terrorist white supremacist that, terrorists get that treatment, it's yeah, a little a, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, not a white supremacist terrorist, bro. Fuck him. Fuck his diet. <laughs> you know, the prison system is all fucked up in so many ways. And I don't want to yeah. I don't want to like say like yeah, we shouldn't give him what he wants because um uh, of you know president before precedent before like um uh with other people that we treat. Like we should just probably treat everybody that's in prison with respect to their own diets and not not only do it for the white white supremacist people that are there. Right, there's a, what, a black dude who died because he wasn't given water for seven days? Dude, white supremacy is everywhere, man. Yeah, it's, you know, it was built. It built this nation, apparently. Yeah. Not apparently, factually. (laughs) (laughs) Not apparently, I mean, (laughs) proof is in the fucking pudding. And we, as two white men, get to, like, benefit from that, like, against our own will, like, we don't. We, yeah. we didn't that guy too say he was gonna like flip on Trump or something? I don't know. Trump's I think I believe Trump's impeachment, uh second impeachment starts tomorrow his trial. Ooh. And he he's probably gonna yeah, be acquitted gonna again because people are idiot people like Marjorie Taylor um Green, who is a QAnon supporter that is in Dude, the House I of Representatives. Cannot stand. I cannot stand seeing that name anymore in her face. It's insane how much she's been popping up i can't Ugh. stand it it's fucking annoying <laughs> like she's like okay yes 9-11 did happen and those school shootings may have happened yeah fuck off but dude fuck off it's like wait first off who the fuck are you <laughs> and you thought that 9-11 didn't what she's like getting in a fucking argument with a uh, that kid from a David, um, from Parkland or something, you know, one of the, you know, pick out a fucking school shooting that happened in America, Mm -hmm. but like it was, 
It's like, damn, you're calling these kids actors and yeah, it's really, it's really it's sad. Fucking gross. It's really, like this is like part of what like um the internet has done to us as a as a oh, nation. Oh yeah, the internet's fucking toxic, bro. Mm. Like, you know, us millennials are more uh, apt to like snuff out the bullshit, and the Zoomers are even more apt to snuff out the bullshit. But like the Boomers and Maybe like they'll say the Zoomers. The Zoomers. The, I think the Zoomers understand more than most. Like oh, like Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like they understand oh, okay. more than most. Like whatever's on the internet isn't necessarily yes. real. It's just what people want to see, uh, or yes. like the aspects of your life that you want people to see. But like you know, and then yes. us as millennials, we re- we are like skeptical to everything we see on the internet or whatnot. But like maybe we have more 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 prone to maybe believing what we see. But then there's the Boomers oh, and. And maybe a little bit to that Gen X, we're gonna like see shit and like not do their research, you know, just like oh well, yeah, this is a meme. This says Hillary Clinton is extorting children to a different country, and <laughs> like she's eating children in the basement of a pizzeria. Like I'm sure half of them thought that um, the weekend's halftime performance, Hillary Clinton was gonna be marched out and changed and hung and, and hung live in front of people, but you know, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's a pretty good halftime performance. <laughs> like I, the, like the QAnon shit is just like the the main people that believe that are it's gross. Are probably fucking boomers. And do you know like the guy who wrote that book too? What like, book? I guess there's a there's a, like a QAnon textbook mm-hmm. that this dude wrote. I I don't know his name. Fuck his name. But he wrote it by getting um. You know, he he put like a what is it? GoFundMe. Uh huh. And all the QAnon supporters like raised money. It was like hundred fifty dollar, hundred fifty thousand dollars to like write this book. And then he started charging people for it. What the? F- yeah, like <laughs> it's all just fucking comes back to like it's literally everything ever comes back to money. You can buy it on Amazon. <sighs> Amazon supports it. Hey, well, Jeff Bezos doesn't own Amazon anymore. Well, doesn't isn't the CEO? I mean, he still does. He still has, he's, he's still the biggest shareholder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's literally like the guy who's not going to be in the media anymore and just pulling the strings. I guess the guy who's going to be the CEO is what did he say? He's he's a big fan of uh, racism. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. That's just what I. That's what I assume. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like a big fan of like you know not taxing the rich or something. Oh, really? He's probably not. A rich guy's a know. fan of that. No shit. <laughs> but it's like when people people are like, oh shit, Jeff Bezos stepped down. It's like, no, nah, he didn't really step down. He's still like running the shit, <laughs> dude. It's really hard to justify being a billionaire as a is is like thinking that that person's a good person. Like, how do you, how do you feel about how do you feel about Elon Musk? I feel like he's a shitty person. Yeah, dude, I feel like there's so many people who are like, oh, dude, Elon Musk, bro, we're going to Mars. Like, not in your lifetime, you asshole. Yeah. If you really think Elon Musk is going to do shit for you, you're a fucking loser. No, Elon Musk is just a fucking (laughs) bolt. He's literally making you buy cryptocurrency for a meme. Yeah, for, (laughs) you're talking about Dogecoin? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that shit, I was like... I might invest in it because I know how the internet works and people are going to blow this up. Mm. I just feel like Elon Musk 
But Robin Hood is not working, so I can't. Honestly, can't I and and this might be me like uh, being a little bit, uh, in thinking of thinking more of myself than I actually am. But I'm pretty sure that I'm smarter and more <laughs> more knowledgeable, or maybe wise is the right word than Elon Musk. Like, dude, fuck Elon this guy. Musk. This guy grew up as like Elon a fucking Musk ruby like, farmer. Bro, Elon Musk is like the. Like, Thomas Edison had people inventing shit for mm-hmm. him. Like, Thomas Edison didn't invent the light bulb. Yes. But like, Elon Musk is not that Elon guy. Musk is the modern-day Thomas Edison. Yes, dude. Elon Musk is a piece of shit. Yeah. Where, like, he, he's going to get all the glory for shit. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, sure, he created a company, but it, it's not like he's the one inventing the technology the for, richest ma- for cars richest or for SpaceX. Richest man in the world. Richest man in the world. He could do so much with that money. Yep. He's more invested in one going to Mars. That's cool. Then digging tunnels in like LA to make commute more reasonable. It's like, bro, why don't you just like give water? Just end world hunger. You know why they don't want to do that? Because end world hunger. Like I don't know, man. Do something fucking cool. <sighs> it's annoying. It's it's frustrating because of how. It, it it seems so. Do you think like do you think they had to get like their empathy, or <laughs> like tapped out of them or like? Ah, maybe 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 this is a good idea for a science fiction novel where you have rich billionaires getting injected with like empathy so they just feel like they could just feel better about themselves, like because of how terrible and they then are. They kill themselves because they realize that they're pieces of shit. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna kill themselves because they live on top of the world. It's like, oh well, that's the twist. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I feel like there's, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's quotes of uh, people, either it's like Elon Musk or it might be Jeff Bezos, where they got to, the reason why they're prioritizing space travel is because the Earth is has finite resources. So, like, if you want this survival of the species, you're going to have to go into space. Like, when really, like, okay, maybe you should invest your fucking funds into making the Earth not so fucking prone to climate change by... <laughs> By what your businesses are doing to the globe. <laughs> Not our fault. The earth is running out of resources, bro. <laughs> like, don't kill us because the past fucked us up. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can you can definitely fix the world with, you know, him, Bezos, uh, what's his Vladimir what's, Putin, uh, probably Microsoft. the real richest person in the world. What's the other Bill guy? Gates. Yes. I was going to say Steve Jobs, but he's dead. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Um, it's fu- it's fuck, all it's all comes back to money, and until we overthrow capitalism as a whole across the globe, like, actually, you know what the thing is? There's always going to be some, there's always going to be another evil. That's human nature. Someone is, someone's I mean, going to profit sad. over something, and every, humans are corruptible. No matter what, like no matter what system you put put in place, something's someone's gonna find a way to fuck it up, like and try to profit from yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, look at <laughs> and like look at the world, man. So I don't really, I I don't anyone that tells you there's an answer, there's not an answer. There, no, there's not, and that's fine. That's fine. Right now, we're not finding an answer mm-hmm. here. We're just acknowledging that it is wrong to support these people who are billionaires and not doing anything to help you it's cool that that dude's sharing fucking dank memes right yeah it's like all the, 
But it's like all these fucking no, nah, all these companies like he's a fucking forty-five-year-old man. Like Pepsi and Pep not helping you. Pepsi company and Coca-Cola com- corporation or whatever are like didn't do any advertising for the Super Bowl because they're like spending the money to like support coronavirus things, even though they're doing a huge fucking advertising campaign to say that they're spending the money to go to support coronavirus victims. Like fuck off! You're just doing you're doing this because a marketing form. Firm, like headed by someone like Don Draper money. is telling you like you know what would be great is if you didn't advertise and you said you didn't advertise but you did advertise mm-hmm. and gave like a very small amount of profits to yeah. <laughs> to these fucking coronavirus relief funds or whatever it's all yeah it all it's a, it was a great way mon- no one's doing anything this fucking selfless especially in the it was a great way world. to acknowledge the the frontline workers and the healthcare workers by just hosting a super spreader event in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh! It was also great that the weekend had the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show, and every song was pretty much about Coke. And had to spend his in- <laughs> and spend uh, seven million dollars of his own money to make. To I get- mean, every every artist pays. They never they don't get paid. I don't think for the Super Bowl. Well, that's bullshit. Show. But <laughs> because it's the biggest advertising. Thing in the world, right? Like, yeah. Just the Super Bowl, but the fact that he had to pay seven million dollars is kind of insane. But anyways, Brian, we are out of time. The credits are rolling. Um. So Brian, it's been four years. Thank you so much for starting this with me and continuing this. Where can we find you? Follow you? And is there anything you want to promote? BM Dyson on Instagram and Twitter. I have a book coming out soon. I wanted to do a hold up for that, but forgot about it. Um, with Call the Home coming soon. We'll have you on when it re- when it releases. Oh yeah, I hope so, man. It, it's gonna be it's it's I I don't have words. It's epic. It's, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's just it feels weird. So published by Atmosphere Press. Check them out, Atmosphere Press. They have a lot of good artists out there. So. All right. Well, you can find me at Nick Wagella on Twitter and Instagram. Find my other podcast, Well That Sucked, wherever you can find podcasts or on Twitter at That Sucked Pod or on Instagram at Well That Sucked Podcast. Um, thank you for splitting six of us. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And um, thanks for listening to me for the last four years, everybody. It's been nice. I uh, really appreciate this medium that I get to just have to fucking get drunk with my friends and talk about the relevant things. I love you all. Cheers to another four years. Peace and love. Love you. Peace and love.